Hi. I got a tape I want to play. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Your move, creep. Take me to the volcano! So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Come with me if you want to live. This town needs an enema. Like I said, I need a bacchiatomy. Yes, that's a human ear, all right. I got a bad feeling about this. So it's come to this. It's come to this. We're going back. <laughs> We're going back to 97. We are. It's a good year. I'm Charlie. I'm Eric. This is a movie podcast. And, we, love, uh, we love movies. We do, especially from 1997, I guess. I think we've done a few before. 97 is a real comfort year for me <laughs> right now. I've, uh, from various creative projects, have left me spending a lot of time in 1997 lately. Very cool. So I'm listening to a lot of 97 music and watching 97 TV and man there's some movies that bring me back 97 <laughs> was a good year for watching movies when you were me I uh, yeah I exactly. was like 16 years old I spent a lot of time in the theaters watching kick-ass movies. that's like Jackie Brown mm-hmm you know 97's a good year we've done some 97s and uh yeah but this one kind of came out of nowhere you suggested this one yeah breakdown was not on my radar for the last 25 years. So, <laughs> what Charlie doesn't know is I've just tricked him into a two-hour episode. Oh, no. We're getting deep in uh, Breakdown. No, no, we're breaking it down. Breakdown is one of these movies, man. Like I said, it was just the perfect year of movies for me, for like a kid, right? I already loved the movies, but now I was old enough to like take girls there mm-hmm. <laughs> and go to friends there. Like We could drive, so we could just go out to the movies, not just seeing like, yeah, it's cool seeing... Men in Black with my parents. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was great. I loved seeing Jurassic Park with my mom. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But seeing Con Air with, with a girl. Well. It's a different experience. It's different, man. Yeah. You know, and so finally being old enough to go with your friends and you're getting to see, like, Scream 2 and mm. movies like Austin Powers. <laughs> Went to see a double yeah. feature of Austin Powers and Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. <laughs> Like, I want those days fucking back. Those were totally movies. Scream, Austin Powers. Those were totally the movies that, yeah, where I was like, oh my gosh, I get to go see a movie I get to do on this. my own. Man, I would And to not book- have to worry about what my mom thinks is happening, you know, in the movie next to me or something. Yeah. So it's come to this legend, Carlos. Uh, my boy Carlos's mom dropped us fame. off to see Boogie Nights in 97. <laughs> now, now that dropped us off. <laughs> Dropped us off, came back to get us later. It's a three-hour-ish movie. Oh, she was probably like, boys, you got to go see Boogie Nights. It's three hours that mom gets to Martha, herself. Yeah, Martha, <laughs> God bless her. That was it. She gets to go home have, Oh, with her Mon- Joe Montana posters in her room. What a great lady. I love I, this. I love I, these people. I had a flashback memory of my grandma having a George Michael poster <laughs> in her room the other day. And I was like, I was like, damn, grandma was a real one. That's so bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, 97 was just, mm. it's such a great movie memory year for me, right? And one of those is Breakdown. Breakdown's such a great movie. This is a cool movie. Theater. Yeah. This is a taut thriller. This is like a tight 90. Yeah. It's a cool story where it happens, Im- the story starts immediately and it just goes hard. For the whole 90. Yeah, this is a hit the gas kind of movie the whole way through. You don't need a bunch of backstory. You don't need a bunch of build up. You're just, it's a, it's a road movie. It's a horror movie. It's a thriller, action, yeah, car chase movie at some points. It's, it's 
like Duel. Yes. A lot of Spielberg's Duel. A lot of the amazing 80s film The Vanishing. Definitely. But it's like The Vanishing if it starred Sylvester Stallone. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe Kurt Russell in this case. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely them turning The Vanishing or Duel into like, but what if uh, what if old McLeod here kicks the trucker's ass <laughs> instead of gets like shoved into a train? You know. <laughs> yeah. What if uh, what if he saves the day, and it's not a total downer like the Hitcher or something? It, oh yeah, <laughs> big Hitcher vibes. Where God, the Hitcher is dark. Uh-huh. God, the t- Hitcher is messed up. Go listen to our Hitcher episode. It's great. But so yeah, I've been pushing Kurt Russell lately. Not a real out of the box move no. for us, but I've really been suggesting a lot of kind of different, like unpopular Kurt Russell. We're I, gonna I, do them all. I, he's a I was really a guy. pushing I, like I can do them all. Remember, I was pushing like the mean season. No, yes. No, he's like a bad Kolchak, <laughs> but it's in a serious movie. Yeah. No, it's great. <laughs> and then I, I wanted to do the Elvis. His John yep. Carpenter's Elvis. That's been when, on the uh, books for a while now. So I keep pushing Russell, and then finally it just clicked. With a breakdown. So you're not a big breakdown guy. Your history did not include a big breakdown period. Well, I think this one is one of those I missed when it came out. I remember the, the commercials, and I remember being a Kurt Russell fan back in the that day. Mm-hmm. But more for like Captain Ron. Like Stargate. And Stargate, yeah. But this was a big action Tequila time Sunrise. You know I love the Tequila Sunrise. <laughs> big fan. <laughs> you were 12. Yeah, exactly. But... Uh, yeah, I think I saw this on TNT once. Oh, I bet it was on TNT yeah. once or twice. So I saw this like once or twice yeah. on TV, like in an afternoon. And I remember it just being very different from what the ads were like for it. Really? You remember? Okay. Because the ads are just like, well, like the poster is like this weird two-tone. Like, <laughs> what a, everything, everything. One of like, our early shitty blue and orange yeah, posters. It's a bad, bad poster. Bad poster for a great movie. And uh, the ads made it all seem like uh, more like falling down, I guess, in my really? memory. I remember, but it was like breakdown. It's like <laughs> Kurt Russell's wife goes missing, and no one knows why, and he's going insane. <laughs> and then the whole movie is him just being like a very earnest, like, "Hey, man, you just picked up my wife a half hour ago. Why are you lying to this cop?" He's like, "Wait, wait!" And it's just like this normal guy who's like, "Hey, what, what's going on?" Well, I mean, it's here? a real like Hitchcock kind of thing, right? It's a total Hitchcock. Yeah, it's it's just throw- it's a great Hitchcock thriller for sure. It does it really well. The best Hitchcock movies make this ridiculous situation seem like, yeah, what would I do? (laughs) Yes. Like, oh, shit. Like, I love North by Northwest so much. But within, like, seven minutes of this movie, he gets carted off to some rich guy's mansion for a random party. And already I'd be, like, at the party, like, pit sweating. Just like, (laughs) what the... Like, I didn't expect to be at a gala this morning. Yeah, exactly. And Kurt... I mean, so this movie is nothing but ridiculous situations. Set out in the, I don't know, the cross-country... De- he and his wife, the smoking it, Kathleen Quinlan. Man, she was at a peak of her powers in this in 1997. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't have seen... I mean, Apollo 13, two yeah, years earlier. she had just now done Apollo 13. Now she gets 13. to do, like, hot wife roles. <laughs> hot wife. Quinlan. Well, she doesn't get to do much in this movie. She's sleeping in the beginning. <laughs> she wants to pull over... And then she gets on a, in a truck, and we don't she see her again until the end. She gets in a truck with a strange man, yeah. and then she's gone for 80. <laughs> and then we don't... Yeah, the whole plot is him trying to figure out what's going on. When you said you were deceived by the ads, I was hoping that you were going to say that 
you were like bummed there wasn't a lot of Kathleen Quinlan. Like, <laughs> well, the ads make it seem like Quinlan's a big. It's yeah. like, yeah, her name's getting talked about a lot, but she is gone for all but five, eight minutes of this movie. This is all Kurt Russell. Yeah. And that's the best thing that this movie's got going for it, is that Kurt Russell is on camera 99% of this <laughs> yeah. movie. Even in the like kind of lavender uh polo shirt that he's got to wear for most of this thing yeah he's got he's a, pretty a cool. boston middle class guy <laughs> yeah. vibe this one he's got the glasses and uh and polo and mm-hmm. khakis and they're on the they're yeah they're in the middle of maybe new mexico or something they're in the middle of nowhere in the they're driving in the like desert. cross country out to they're san going diego. to san diego yeah and i love that we just we're in the car with them right from the get-go we don't have to have them like fighting or have a big backstory right? we just kind of understand they're in unfamiliar territory they're uh there's no they're like just a there's normal no exposition. Couple. There's none of them explaining what they're going to. It's like yeah. just jumps into a conversation. A lot of a lot classier start than you get, you know, where these movies go in and explaining all these details of why it's just a real comfortable, easy beginning. Mm-hmm. I think that's what really hooks me about this movie. Yeah, but then they get into trouble right away. It's an easy beginning. You get immediately <laughs> into these characters, and trouble is ten minutes in. Yeah. I mean, ten minutes in it goes bad it start you start getting a sinking feeling quick that something bad's happened right yeah this is the same kind of tension you get in yeah those isolated stranger movies that we liked so much like the hitcher this is the same kind of like oh this is a bad dude they run afoul of a, a big cowboy trucker guy oh yeah. and uh just all, one of my nightmares and then of now. course it's like yeah you get in a fight with a guy on the road and then he's at the gas station later right oh, next to you it's like fuck and right. then the, then the the jeep dies and then oh, of course he's right there, and by that time you're like, oh no, this is gonna be bad. This is gonna be bad. Yeah, man. These movies where one guy just picks you out of a crowd and just has nothing but fucks to give. Like, <laughs> dude. Yeah, got nothing else to do. And then day. that guy is like MC Gainey as <laughs> Lemmy Kilmeister. Like, <laughs> not far from my house here. I was trying to merge in on a lane, and this guy behind the uh, he had like a big sticker on his side panel. He waved me in, but it looked like he flipped me off. And so I instinctively was like, yeah, all right, right back at you, right? And the guy gets this immediate, like, hurt face, like, what? What'd I do? And uh, then I laughed, and, you know, it was a funny moment. But it could not have been. (laughs) That guy could have decided to just follow you. Yeah, that guy could have followed me a mile away to where I live, right? I think 97 really, like, cemented certain character actors and just my love of getting those kind of guys to play a villain mm-hmm. really made me appreciate the great villain roles. This movie has, you know, JT Walsh is an incredible villain, right? What a final performance. MC Ganey, like I said, that guy's cement from here on out. That's a name. Anytime I saw it in a movie, mm. a, he became a guy I sought out. That guy, the cop, Rex Lynn. Rex Lynn, yeah, that's another face you see all the time. God, I love Rex Lynn's face. I can't watch Young Sheldon to see it, <laughs> but I'm happy Rex Lynn's getting paid to be working 25 years later. Yeah. We even get a nice Jack McGee. I'm a big Jack oh, McGee guy as the, the bartender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sh- we talked about him a little bit in Halloween 4. He's in a bunch of stuff. He's one of those guys that has 200 plus credits you always see him. on IMDb. Yeah. And so this movie fills this tight runtime with nothing but great faces. The coolest guy of cinema and Kurt Russell. Yeah, gotta be, right? Four and a half hot minutes of Kathleen Quinlan. <laughs> you, un- you understand why he's going after her. 
Yeah. You, you get why he's get not this. just going to like, well, we'll figure it out later. I'm going to bed. But the, he's he's got to get this woman and, back. <laughs> but the immediate deep shit that this movie puts this guy in, and then just doesn't let up. It is one of those ones where if I like saw that bad looking poster and it said full throttle thriller, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, it really is. It really does feel that way. Yeah, it uh, puts you right in the seat there. I, I really it is do- this kind of a trashy version of The Vanishing, but that very real fear of that movie's so scary just for this scene of a guy's girlfriend going into a convenience store and then never coming out. Mm-hmm. Never seeing her come out. God, that's scary. Well, what's good in this one is that the, the first half hour is a total mystery. You don't know what's going on. Uh, and yeah, JT Walsh as the trucker picks, picks her up to give her a ride to the diner when yeah, they car, break down when their after running down. into MC Ganey at the yeah. gas station. And yeah, from there on, next time he sees JT Walsh, he acts like he's never seen him before. Doesn't know anything about him. The cop, uh, has to let him go. And then you're just like, wait, what is going? Is, <laughs> yeah, what is happening? And so then maybe, yeah, maybe that's why all the ads were like, is he going crazy? <laughs> Is Kurt Russell having a breakdown? It. Oh, no, is that why? <laughs> I think I've seen this movie a dozen times. I don't think I put put it together. That it, is it him having the breakdown? That's, or is it just like... That's what I thought was going on in the ads. It was like falling down, breakdown. And then, and and then, then it's like, like eight minutes got, in, his car breaks down, and a woman in front of you turns to her friend and goes, that's the breakdown. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, I, maybe even is as like a... breakdown? Even as like a 15-year-old, I'm like looking too deep into a movie. I'm like, ah, clearly this his is like his psyche. Re- I mean, that is what The Vanishing is all about. Yeah. And so if they're just cribbing that, but putting more of an American action take on it, not if that guy was just helpless mm-hmm. and relying on the killer like toying with him. This movie, the killers don't want nothing to do with this guy. We find out later that they were supposed to get him, yeah. but he was like, nah, I'm staying here, honey. You get in that truck with this trucker they were supposed to yeah take both he, the yeah jt walsh wanted to give them both a ride kurt russell decided to stay with the jeep and we find out later they were they were just kidnapping these people extorting them you know cruising through the desert in a brand new car easy money for these for mm-hmm. these poachers yeah i think when when it kind of gets revealed that there's like oh they're just like kidnapper ransom dudes yeah i think that's a little bit of a like because mm. <laughs> about half hour into the movie it's like they get them. They're like, "You're gonna go into that bank and get us a bunch of money, or you're, we're gonna kill your wife." It's like, "Oh, you're just, you're just yeah. criminals." Oh, okay. You're just thugs. So he's not having a breakdown. This is really happening. This is really happening to <laughs> okay. this dude. You guys are admitting that you have his wife and that you're bad people, <laughs> yeah. and that he has to go into the bank and get. Well, this he's money. so annoying so to them that they have to be just like, "All right, look, <laughs> we might as well let you in on this." But he drives into a river to get away from these people. <laughs> yeah. He is a pain in the ass. Kurt he Russell. is annoying. He is. He's pretty good on his feet. They try to trap him, and he just backs into a fence, goes across a field, and is like, "I'll just drive into a river." I'm driving than my new car people. into a river. <laughs> I'm looking at my wife's packaged donuts. Yeah, I'm getting wistful. Uh, no, I I love the tonal shifts in this. How crazy it keeps jumping mm-hmm. to these scenarios that are. I mean, downright. To him cruising un- on the underside of a semi truck, you know it goes oh, full man. action movie. Right? That sequence is oh, we'll top. Get, we'll get to that, yeah. but I love the little small mystery beats because let me tell you, watching this movie for the first time, I love that moment where he f- he's 
waiting for his wife to get back from the diner. He goes to the diner, and nobody's seen his wife. Or maybe they have, because the movie plays around with, like, a wicker man kind of scenario. Yeah. It's a great paranoia. Like, that's what's so Hitchcockian about yeah. it. Yeah. And they nail the paranoia. everyone's in on it. The whole first half hour is just... <laughs> I do not know what to think. I was hooked. Mm-hmm. I love this movie, right? He's kind of acting realistic but hostile. You know, what? how quickly do you panic in front of strangers? How Would I probably just start screaming out, everybody needs to know? Like, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Everybody needs to know us, but he's, like, trying to play it cool, but kind of going crazy, kind of having a breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> it's right there. And... After his wife's been gone like a half hour, like, think, how many minutes would it be weird if your wife was like, hey, I'm going to go use the restroom? Like, how many minutes would you finally be going, all right, what the hell? Like, what is going on? Dude, I am not good with that. I am not good with waiting. Uh, and if it's like five minutes later than they're supposed to be, I'm mm-hmm. like, well, clearly everyone's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone that I love is dead. They haven't been, <laughs> they were supposed to be here five minutes ago. Yeah. I would not, I would not be cool. I'd be in that diner like... No, she's got short brown hair. Yeah. Tits for days. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I would be getting in, in people's faces. Yeah, but everybody's face in there looked pretty unfriendly. <laughs> this is like not a group of people that I would want, a dozen people that I'd want to appeal to. Like that, that is a dirty diner. That is a suspect diner. Like when you feel out of place in a place, mm-hmm. it's palpable. I think this movie does a good job of action movieing that these are untrustworthy faces and he's seen nothing but untrustworthy faces yeah there's not a kind face this whole trip even rex lynn who the whole movie i assume is in on it right until that's think, another great reveal the, yeah you think the sheriff's in on it until yeah. he's not because also whenever rex lynn shows up he's like always an asshole <laughs> this bald mustached like tall former football player asshole yeah. right always plays fbi agents or cops like this that's Always how he I brings his so. own glasses to set. Those are his sunglasses that he wears <laughs> oh, as the cop. Yeah. That's like the no. only he wears those types of like rounded <laughs> shades that he's got. He's so cool. Yeah. Such a cool actor. <laughs> and so he's always a jerk. And so already like but nobody's really acting out of order. And when JT Walsh reveals like, I've never seen this guy. I haven't seen your wife. Oh, come on. That's so good. Mm-hmm. JT Walsh's evil turn. I don't know. I forget. It's been so many times since I first saw it if I'm immediately expecting this guy. Because the movie just, for, like you said, full, like, admitting the plot and jumping forward. And mm-hmm. even saying, like, yeah, we're probably going to kill you. <laughs> like, we're in that 30 minutes in, no, right? we're here for your money. But through yeah. the mystery portion of this, I forget how suspicious I was of, mm-hmm. of Red. Because in that situation, what other choice would you have? Being stranded five miles from town. What would you do? So, well, yeah, especially when you think that if you leave the Jeep, those uh, hicks that have been giving you trouble are just going to come fuck your shit up. This is a pretty good operation these guys have. We find out later, they seem like they've done this hundreds of times. They, if you yeah. base it on all the stuff in Red's barn, yeah, it's just filled with containers of, of human remains. That was a, uh, yeah, that was kind of a, like a Texas Chainsaw vibe almost. <laughs> like, like, holy shit. Seeing all the stuff of all the past victims in the barn, like, ooh. But it does this, there's a couple of really good, powerful scenes. When he goes and has this bad run-in with the cop, where it seems like Rex Lynn, this is why he seems like such a villain, because Kurt Russell's given him nothing to work with. 
He scans the back of the truck. Every corner. They did one of those Simpsons things where the treehouse has like five corners. Because <laughs> I'm kept waiting for his wife to pop up in a corner. And he's like, right. well, he's covered four of them. Is she going to be high? Like, or it's like she's like trapped in the ceiling of the truck or something. Yeah, I kept waiting for her for her to, to be s- like, yeah, duct taped to the <laughs> roof of this thing. Like, I can't, he's looking. And so you're like, well, he's doing a good job of looking, but nah, he has to be in on this. Yeah, it's actually that scene, right, where he grabs JT Walsh, he pulls him over, he's accusing him of kidnapping the wife. And yeah, with the cop, they move the camera around enough so that it's not just from yeah. Kurt Russell's perspective. You're in the truck with the cop outside of Kurt Russell. And so, yeah, you, you don't really know exactly who's in on it. Or it does a good job of, of getting to these different what's beats. Going on, so yeah. the movie becomes once the mystery portion is over and kind of you know pedals to the floor. Once Kurt Russell pedals it into the river, that's yeah. when you're like, oh shit, yeah, they're gonna kill this guy, and he knows it so much so that he drove into the river. Yeah, and uh, they're still shooting at him. I think if a guy with a high powered rifle is shooting MBI, I drive into a river. Yeah, too. yeah, I think yeah, I get that. Yeah, that is, that is the other part of this movie that's so great. It's like the what would I do. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of beats in this movie where I was like, "Is he gonna rob the bank? Oh, yeah. maybe he's gonna rob. Ooh, what's he gonna do? Is, is all that like? What is he gonna do next? Because for a movie I love that, I think hits a peak thirty minutes in, where then it's just a series of different twists and reveals. And how are they gonna get out of this one? Yeah. Oh shit, he's duct taping MC Ganey's neck to a to the. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You know, it's just a series of these great like movie, and then. He loses his gun. You know, everybody keeps gaining momentum. You still don't totally know the full allegiances. You don't know they're just a like, oh, yeah, they just hit this tri-state area and pick up bodies and then dispose of them the county over, I guess. Yeah. You don't know it's that crude because it seems to be oiled so, like, man, he has this acting down great. You think the whole town's in on it. Right. But it's just four guys. It's just four dudes. <laughs> just a farmer and his Work out buddies. of a barn. Yeah. yeah. That bank scene feels like the only like misstep of the movie feels like half that scene is cut right there was there was something building there with yeah. the, the bank teller the manager the guy watching him there was all this like yeah that felt suspense like building. It was building to this great sweaty hitchcock scene and then it just kind of then it just seemed like there was stuff missing from mm. editing yeah. i don't know that's the only weird felt like we didn't get enough or didn't get what that scene was building to. So that was a weird hitch. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) even then I still was thinking, this bank teller knows, huh? Everybody's in on this. Like he's in a, the game scenario. Well, what really, but what really is happening, another 97 movie, the the bank manager is just seeing a guy covered in shit, (laughs) bleeding from his head who wants to liquidate his assets. Yeah. Right now in this one horse town. So, yeah, he's just a little like, are you sure you're okay? Because <laughs> yeah. you look not great right now. But that paranoia is so, until the scene just kind of ends, where yeah. he's just like searching for a plunger weapon. Why didn't he take the plunger? That was something. Little club. Well, that's, I, yeah, as he's looking for a weapon, I was like, he's going to rob this bank. Yeah. I was like, okay, here we go. And then, yeah, he just kind of walks. Instead, I'll just mismark the money. Can I get. Several five hundred dollar bills, and then the final thousand and ones. So yeah. you don't get. I guess that's one of the things they added, is him banding up all this money after stealing the little letter opener. Right. He's, yeah. Exactly. He, we see him take the little ribbons of money, and then it's like. Oh, but these uh, okay. man, 
this era action movie i had so much fun seeing action movie we didn't, I, I don't like the kind of newer action movies mm. uh this kind of an action movie it's so charming it looks so good even when a scene kind of peters out like this you're immediately just i love all the stuff where you where a phone booth rings across the street yeah. and says, like, get into the next car that slows down to pick you up. Then guys are getting duct taped to seats. That kind of suspense. That kind of action. Guys kicking with both feet in car seats. Yeah, yeah. That kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, him and, yeah, him and uh, Kurt Russell and Ganey fighting in the car. That's a great cab-a-truck fight. That's a good fight. But it also required Ganey to kind of have to sit there for a bit while Russell taped a lot of it. And he's just kind of going like, ugh. Yeah. Uh, uh. That felt like a bit of the, a yeah, WWF moment yeah. where he's like, wow, he's really... St- struggling to get up after one hit <laughs> there have been uh there, well he got stabbed in the shoulder first that's true and if you i don't know maybe it's the other wf thing where if you're not expecting the hit you know then it's way harder but either way kurt russell had to one punch knock out a yeah. big dude and yeah God. if you're gaining in that one you're just like wow this little guy really got me you got me. I had him duct taped on the floor, <laughs> good to go, and then uh, once he is, fu- he got me. Gets his neck duct taped to the headrest, and Kurt Russell keeps slamming on the brakes. That is such, just such a great dumb everyman. Like I looked into this one. Yeah, I'm nailing this. I'm living this one out. That's when it's really feeling it's like, like oh, nobody. You want me to stop? Because I bet this thing breaks on a fucking dime. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah. Like throwing, throwing like <laughs> phrases and like trying the out movie, his like cool action hero dialogue on him. It never goes full like uh, true lies, cool kick ass jokes though. Yeah, he's kind of like fucking up these jokes. Just like yeah, yeah, what about that? What about this also? <laughs> like he's still kind of a dweeb guy, but he's also got biceps. Yeah, but he's also wearing a polo, so it's like oh, they he had to thread the needle the whole time, which admittedly is thrown a bit out of the window where he's crawling underneath a semi-trailer on the tra- what he hides out on oh that's why he, uh when he murders mc gainey or shit they have a big shootout they he gets the-, the information out of gainey right yeah, where yeah. he's going to meet up with red exactly yeah he, they fight triangulating every truck stop in four they end counties. up getting pulled over by the sheriff again which you're in the middle of nowhere 300 miles of road and the sheriff happens to be there like tw- there's, both times there's he one, needs him to one be one deputy and one sheriff so that's why immediately i was like oh shit yeah this guy's going to the meet mm-hmm. but then once ganey and rex lynn are in a shootout great shootout too yeah one bullet each <laughs> they went they went down like old west style the classic yeah injured cop who gets one more shot off yeah love it yeah. so then yeah you get this great reveal that rex lynn's just He's a good guy. He's just an asshole. He's just, just a cop. Totally clueless. He sucks. He's just a cop. He had no idea this ring was going on. There's a really cool scene in the sheriff's office where uh, he's he's uh, doing the report, the missing person report, and there's a wall of missing people. Yeah. And that was like a really like kind of the scariest scene. It was to a me really in the great movie. It's scene. like, oh no, this is like a. I'm glad you brought is, that up. This is like one of those like Stranger Things, like uh, all the kids have been missing in town kind Dude, of human scenes. Human trafficking along especially the Northeast highways, but there's nothing but highways out from across the country. We're just roads. Mm-hmm. 
Man, there's so much trafficking. And they just so mean, many like, bodies disappear. The, in the Long deputy Island. just being like, "Yeah, about a hundred thousand people disappear every year, and uh, most of them are uh, this or that." I know. Ho- the hopefully, deb- not your wife. Deputy but. is just brainlessly reading <laughs> off like the worst sounding missing persons. Not what you want to tell a man whose wife has gone missing. And you know, when you think of yeah, things a lot of in, people go missing. <laughs> you know, when you think in terms of percentages, it's it's a drop in the bucket. But honestly, like you know few hundred people going entirely missing every year. Hundred thousand. Hundred that that's a shitty sounding lottery. That's a lot of people. Right there. That is a those are bad odds. Hundred thousand yeah. people. Adults even that just go missing. Well then it's God, a, that's scary. It's like this is a town of like thirty people and they've got a <laughs> hundred missing persons posters on the wall. Like Man. And, and they, they don't seem gone. to like the sheriff doesn't seem to think anything's up with that. No, there's only two of them. They're covering a lot of ground uh, here. What if something's going on here? (laughs) So it's just this insane premise that then you see Kurt Russell, you know, standing against this wall of just missing faces. And some of those faces had been missing for years. Yeah. Photos from the 70s, you know. And he's just suddenly confronted with this like, yeah, man, my wife is a Something's up. My wife is a statistic right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, no one else is going to get her. So, yeah, this movie has those kind of class. That's why it never feels trash it never feels like it's full-on stallone it right, has right. it has this heart it gives yeah it never it's not an action movie which i think again we, the, while the, it has a ton of action but it doesn't of, like it doesn't feel like an action movie like you're just, like a stallone schwarzenegger yeah you know true lies like you were saying it's a very much to me felt much more like a mystery thriller with guns and some unbelievable feats and some cool car stuff yeah, yeah. when cool he car is, crashes there's a shot of him like crawling under the semi on freeway speeds, you know, crawling. I mean, like monkey bars upside down, inches yeah. off the road kind of stunt. And Feet hitting the pavement, kind of skidding. <laughs> yeah. Hardcore. And, That's and a great scene. This kid in a station wagon, like, pulls up right next to him. This kid just, that's going to be like, witnessing the Gordy massacre for that kid. Like the shoe standing up on it. <laughs> Nobody's going to believe this kid saw a man just underneath a semi. That kid's life is done. That kid doesn't do doesn't have any reaction to that moment as he's driving by. He's just staring at him. Doesn't just say blank anything. Doesn't face. do anything. And you get this great blank-faced Russell like there's no like, "Hey." Yeah. It's just this literally like two two people just kind of staring at each other for like for a little bit too long. Yeah. Not Him, breaking gaze for some reason. Yeah, Kurt Russell at that point I think is a little bit like I might be in over my head here. I don't <laughs> yeah. actually know how to do this. <laughs> yeah. This kid might see me die. This kid is is a second away from seeing me die. And then he just kind of chills on the back of Rex's cab. Then he's good. Yeah, he finally he's gets good. up. He gets all the way gets up. Gets around there. on the side, does a little parkour. <laughs> but, I mean, that's some crazy scene. That's a great scene. And then the cool reveal. I love this reveal. That I, I'm, I'm always falling for this. That they gave Red, like, a wife and a kid. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love MC Gady, if that guy had a family, bunch of dirtbags. <laughs> or his buddy Al. Oh, no way these guys are married men. No way these two are married dudes. Yeah. They are just freeway kidnappers. <laughs> they have no... But Red's got a home life. Oh, I love that Red has a secret. Mm-hmm. It's up till now. This guy, J.T. Walsh, has the smuggest fucking faces throughout this movie. This guy 
looks like a Bond villain in some scenes. Mm. When he's up on the cliffside pointing into town, how? where did he go to map out that shot? He had a distant cliff <laughs> that he could stand on that like perfectly frames the entire town. And then one of those great movie villain moments where, yeah, Billy here called in a distress call out Route 9. Oh, there's the cop leaving right now. Like, Oh, man. Internally, he's just like so smug that he nailed the cop lead. like oh, i can't believe they came to a huge long skidding car chase to get him there and they managed to nail where'd billy call from yeah I, this, red this has this all figured out man yeah. they have kidnapped and murdered hundreds of people which now makes me think how often are these cops getting a fictitious call for an accident that doesn't exist and how often is that bank manager seeing a sweaty dirty maybe bleeding man coming to his bank and ask for a large sum of bad money. news at past the bell no diner one is putting man. anything together here bad news in this town constantly <laughs> these guys are that's why i think this kidnapping operation was so successful because this town don't question shit. <laughs> this town is full of people looking the other way i guess it's like a little yeah. dairy main situation they or they know that happening. this powerful group of killers is in their town and if they cross them yeah if your town's just a couple blocks this could be like a yeah it's basically so this is a big version of all those great 60s movies where just a bike gang takes over the town it's an old western thing it's a trucker gang yeah it's a it's got that same feeling there's even some chain whipping at the end here we get some real biker vibes i can't yeah there is man (laughs) there's a chain fight i kept getting the sense we were building to red's boss I kept mm. waiting for them to go up the chain and find out how big the operation was. So pulling into Rex's farm, I guess, with his family and his battle axe wife, <laughs> but who still goes and makes the boys breakfast mm-hmm. in the dawn hours. But then finding out he has a like basement cellar with a freezer to store women. Ooh. <laughs> things got even worse looking for red yeah once we get to the barn and we see the hideout and we see just stacks of personal effects boom boxes a whole thing of license boxes plates filled with like the same sh- they have so many multiples just people suitcases and stuff yeah it's, you just realize rid of people they've been doing this for years insane yeah insane really that's scary stuff not just extorting the, people they're like you said, this is a Leatherface situation. He's not that far. Like they've buried tons of bodies. They're, yeah, they're not letting the people go once they once they rob them. <laughs> this, people, no one sees these people again. This is a crazy operation he's pulled off. It can only be something out of a horror movie. Yeah, but then it turns into oh man. Once he's climbing up in the barn. Once he's rescuing his wife. Once he busts in on their dinner scene. That scene where Red's kid is aiming a shotgun <laughs> at his head. Yeah. Oh, man. The great scene where he's got the, yeah, Kurt Russell's got the drop on the gang, but then the kid shows up behind him with the gun. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. I love a good standoff like that. This is great. I mean, seeing J.T. Walsh in this story and the way he uses this, I don't know, what do I think of when I think of J.T. Walsh? He was in, like, needful things. (laughs) The bad gambling Mm. problem in needful things. I always think of him as uh, Jack Nicholson's, like, First Sergeant oh, or something in Few, Few Good, Good Men. Men. Sure. Because yeah. yeah, yeah, that yeah. is a movie I watch on TNT <laughs> sure. constantly. But this was just this coldly dark evil 
J.T. Walsh. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'd seen him played sweaty sergeants before and, you know, guys having flip outs. But this is he was so smooth and so calculating for a guy with USA hats and a, a pot <laughs> belly. Right. Yeah. What an accurate looking trucker bod J.T. Walsh Man. had in this movie. It hasn't changed in 25 years. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. The trucker looks all were the same looks that you see today. Yeah. Especially the old. I love the old man in the group. Yeah. What what was Santa Claus doing there? <laughs> just like that was he was the best. I mean, <laughs> just like in Thief, you got to have a well-oiled gang. This well-oiled gang of red and two crazy hicks <laughs> and a and a sweetly retarded fake out. That was I, we haven't given Billy much shine in this one, Man. right? Yeah, Billy's little, the hot rodding youngster. When uh, we first see Billy, we think he's a uh, slightly disabled uh mentally cognitively that's and he's like uh that's such a 90s i feel like dude, thing right i to know have that guy in it so i love it that it there's a bit of that where it's like when he turns out that that was an act and he's just a, a bad guy i did appreciate that because i was like good no more slow billy i don't no need more slow billy. they don't have the slow member of the gang i Thank did not goodness. need that to be a thing in this movie he was using it as a ruse yeah so what i love about that is we find out later through an overheard conversation that you know red's being blamed for not picking up both of them and red's like look the guy wouldn't get into the truck like what you can't like force him in right so that means the plan all along was just to kidnap and kill both of them so everything that happens after that is them like just riffing their acting chops right red does red go okay plan b I'm going to pretend like I didn't know him. Billy, you go retard mode. All right. <laughs> you go like, they have these plans set up to, th- to like lure yeah. Russell back into their shit. Like, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Billy isn't always just the throw him off the scent, uh, disabled kid. He had to just, just sit in the parking lot for a while and then make sure he hears you yeah. uh, acting all slow. Yeah, just be, exactly. Go, That's you so trick funny. him enough into. Oh my god! But then, it makes other things make more as ridiculous as it sounds. Uh, your boy, what Jack McGee? Yeah, yeah. When he's when he's when Kurt Russell's like kind of talking to Billy and trying to shake some sense out of him. Tell me more of this plan. He seems to know who's in on it. Give the only guy to give him any hint of where his wife might be. Mm-hmm. And you see Jack McGee kind of doing that great look out the bar door like. What's this guy doing? Uh-huh. Shaking down this retarded boy. But really, Jack McGee's probably like, who's that guy that who's that guy Kurt Russell's shaking down? Or he's like, why is, he, is Billy letting that guy yeah, rough him up like that? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so as ridiculous as it is that they go, All right, we got busted, go into our characters. You lure him back using your retarded wiles. I gotta Billy. say too though, if this is such a smooth operation and you do this so many times, if the one person doesn't get in the truck, don't you just drop the wife off at the diner and get on to the next victim? Like, wh- why do you even try at that First, point? When when it, when it doesn't work, just move on to the next. If guy. you're murdering several hundred people, I bet there's also sometimes where you like just want to pick up a babe. <laughs> Right? Like, these are bad people. So Maybe. they did not know that they had $90,000. They just saw a new car, smoking wife, worth taking a shot. I guess. Doesn't Ganey even say something? They're like, man, you were the easiest choice we had. Like, 
Yeah. Like, hot wife, dumb guy in over his head immediately, brand new car. Like, we had you guys pegged well, from it, miles away. And it's also, yeah, in that scene where Walsh does pick her up, he offers to pick them both up. Then they say no. Then she decides, I'll take you up on that ride. It's He never offers her the solo ride. Yeah, he kind of backs, like, backs into it. Yes. He was taken off. As soon as they say no, he's like, all right, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. Yeah, he was going to just go. But as soon as, it's like, once she's in the truck, just drop her off at the diner, man. Well, that's what he spent the five miles down to the Bell Diner thinking about. Like, I guess so. Do I just keep going? Yeah, I think I'm going to keep going. <laughs> this is what I do. Yeah, <laughs> I live for this, actually. I'm not going to haul actual things in this truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, it goes, our finale is crazy fireworks, right? It goes through building up all these different you know beats to suddenly go out all out four-car chase. Oh, yeah. Al's in his own rig. Billy gets his hot rod on the side. The cars appearing out of nowhere one by one in the final chase, I actually burst out laughing <laughs> yeah. when the, finally the truck is behind. I'm like, that come truck, on, man. That truck just snuck in. He, Kurt Russell is driving away with the wife. They finally get away from the barn. The great truck crashing through the mobile home Oh, yeah. Was Walsh awesome. bursting through the middle of the home. Love that. And then, yeah, they're like, all right, do you see anyone behind us? Is anyone following us? No. Okay, great. Trans Am right on the side of them, out of nowhere. Just whips in, yeah. Okay, all right, we got one car to worry about. We, we got can the deal small with guy. that guy. Okay, hold on. Another car's coming in <laughs> at this side. Yeah. Then it's like, oh, man, we got these two guys on either side of us. I'm going to break. So they hit each other. Wait a minute. Big rig's right Boom. behind me. Out of Walsh was... Where did it come from? Was, and that rig looked gigantic <laughs> when oh. it was behind him. He just sidled nowhere. on in. And Russell was so funny. flooring it away from that job site. Man. And clearly looking around behind him for cars. I don't know where <laughs> have, these guys came from. Having a truck do the like zombie suddenly sneak up and, you know. That was silent, so funny was, to me. Zombie was dead silent until suddenly. Boom, yeah. It just <laughs> suddenly Walsh is just boom. Jump scare with a big rig. Yeah. It, it was a big rig jump scare. <laughs> cool big rig. Just a. When Rex Lynn earlier is asking, I was like, did you get the plates? Did you even get, like, this 38-digit number on the side of the truck, man? Does any of that look familiar? You're giving me nothing here. <laughs> it's like five lines of different code. You did, did you get any of this? Well, now you know in the in the digital age, if a trucker picks up your wife and offers to give her a ride into town, take a photo. Yeah. Get a couple shots of that guy. Get a shot of that truck. <laughs> Is that is that some evidence. is that a great that this movie is ninety seven so you didn't have to get around cell phones but he was rich enough to have a car phone they did have a phone that ne- never works yeah yeah it was just yeah oh you're out of service I guess <laughs> but once we go yeah Billy explodes once he crashes into oh man old the Trans Am crash explosion the- Red's right when Red shows up like a moment later his whole cab detaches. Yeah, he like kind of fucks it up. He at the end. he he does a hot. This car chase is great because it blows up within like an eighth of a mile. Yeah, <laughs> like the second everybody catches up, they all just crash each other. Like this is no drawn out Fast and Furious. Like they just they all immediately just blow it. Yeah, because there's other cars on the road. This is one of the movies that's like actually acknowledges like there's other people around <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah. So this big rig just go and starts to yeah jackknife oh, when he's got man. a slam on the brakes. When Al- bus into that thing some good high-end explosions and so here's something that i swear this is going to be one of those memories that drives me nuts so when 
the big rig, we get the great duel finish where Red's like trying to shove the, their Jeep Cherokee, their tight well, they had red the, Jeep Cherokee. They had the uh, truck at the yeah, end. Yeah, the truck. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And they're trying to shove but, them off the bridge. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that Cherokee drowned. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> this truck they found Poor next Cherokee. to somebody's trailer. Yeah. Also, Kurt Russell goes into like seven different cars looking for the keys. Oh, in the, man. Like, this whole movie, he's like, one of these assholes has to do that <laughs> thing that I saw one time. It's the one movie where the keys are not in the visor yet. <laughs> he's checking every visor in so town funny. for any car to steal. For a guy that knew how to like kind of wire back up his, uh, his Jeep Cherokee in the beginning. But when Red's shoving him off the bridge and it goes into the great car, truck, cliff hanging scene, I could have sworn in the theaters that this clearly looked like a model. Oh, yeah. But I thought it looked better here. Am I just seeing it? I don't know. Did it get there cleaned were a few, up for HD? I remember there was a few shots because I, I just watched this uh, in preparation. Yeah, it's on HBO Max. You can watch it now. And uh, there's definitely a few shots that are models. In yeah, that I mean, scene. I I don't deny that they yeah. use models. You have to for they, a huge. It probably just yeah, maybe they. Uh, this movie was gonna need to make money. Clearly, they this can't... got the 4K upgrade for HBO Max. But I'm wondering if they. I don't know. What I'm what's killing me is I don't know if they've tightened scenes up, because I mm. remember a scene that looked clearly like a kid's, like it looked like a guy's model train set. With the fake trees and everything, yeah, yeah. and a long shot of two basically like building block cars just tumbling <laughs> off this thing. Like it looked like claymation. And I have this image burned in my head, and it looks so clean and crisp. Mm. On the new presentation, it's like, maybe they took did that they one tighten shot that up at some time? Yeah. But I can't find any information about it. There was it. definitely a few shots watching it uh, earlier, is uh, definitely some models. Well, I, yeah. I know the models yeah. are there. You have to. Yeah. If you keep this movie 30 million or below, you need to use yeah. models in your huge big rig bridge crash. And I need to go back and watch the VHS to see okay. if it was different. I need to see the ending. I, I want to hear, hear your report We need to do a, a breakdown report. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking down. I'm having breakdown. a breakdown here. <laughs> All right, so... I'm someone who's familiar with this movie, and even I don't have the memory where I can remember for certain if something's happening. But were you expecting when when the credits hit for, like, Tom Petty to come on? <laughs> were you waiting for Breakdown to come up at any point in the I was movie? waiting for Breakdown the entire movie. <laughs> I was waiting for that... Yeah. Even just a little riff in the in the background somewhere, right? My memory's enough at this point where I can remember so many plot points of this movie, but I'm approaching the end and I'm like, do we hear breakdown? <laughs> I don't remember if we get breakdown. And so uh man, I'm at I don't think we would have though. I think we don't because in the theaters I think I would remember just like a, a breakdown <laughs> Jake, just like everybody like yeah Tom Yeah, oh it'd be so- yeah. Anytime just a Tom Petty riff shows up, <laughs> it's cool. So I forget if I was expecting it and disappointed by its absence. Instead, we get like Basil Pazadorius. It's an interesting uh, uh, strings and uh, that guy was like a kind of that guy was like a Verhoeven guy. Yeah, he did RoboCop and um, like Red Dawn. So no Tom Petty, <laughs> no Tom Petty at all. 
So yeah, we do was, get a Charlie Pride song uh, in the diner. It's a burgers and fries Charlie song. Pride. What a weird name for it to like come up after we I would only about have, him in Nashville. I only yeah, I only recognized it looking it up, being like, oh, we brought him up in Nashville. This the one seventies has brought in a lot of Charlie Pride chatter. Yeah, we probably <laughs> brought him up during the Foo Fighters episode. Yeah, but no breakdown. <laughs> no Tom Petty. And so I remember at the time, me and my family watched uh, At the Movies every Sunday with Siskel and Ebert, mm-hmm. and they both dug Breakdown. This was, oh, a, good. this was a critically praised movie. It was a big moneymaker. It came out the same week as Austin Powers and was number one. Hmm. I remember that because I saw Austin Powers. My friend Randy saw Breakdown, <laughs> you know, and uh, critics liked this movie. This was a hit. This is a this was a big movie for ninety seven, not a multi hundred two hundred million dollar I mean, movie. If nothing else, it is a well put together movie. Yeah, like it's, it's and so got all that good stuff going. I remember e- Ebert Siskel both into it, and Ebert complained about the ending. He hates hmm. how Red Semi gets dropped on, but the man had it all wrong because he thought that our big hero finally has to like kill a man, but Kathleen Quinlan gets to pull the lever. Yeah. And give Red the coolest death. That is the most action movie part of the, <laughs> They're of hanging the whole movie. Vertically in a upside down, having to scale a truck. Like that's when it gets full Stallone. Yeah. This is full Schwarzenegger. Big time. Right? That, that, it's like the scene in, in uh, Lost World where the T Rex is trying to push the, totally. the bus off the cliff. So yeah, they're dangling off this bridge in the in the uh big rig cab. Yeah. Trying to climb the top. Red finds some chains, wraps it around his fist. That's when he's whipping Dude, Kurt Russell with chain some whipping chains. Russell. That's pretty brutal. Cool. Yeah, and then Russell grabs the chains. And there's uh, <laughs> the the perfect moment of the eyes locking and Red knowing yeah. this dude's about to toss me. This movie over the side locks in a few times and on it's Red's like, eyes. Yeah, then and Kurt Russell just has that breakdown, baby. <laughs> he's just having a breakdown. <laughs> Tosses him over the side, but then yeah, you see he's not quite dead at the river bottom. And yeah, when Kathleen Quinlan is just like. Who Casey is, Jones who, and Ninja Turtles is like, whoops. Who is this babe that knows how to release like a cab? Oh, yeah. From a bed, right? Just know. <laughs> did she just shove it into drive? Like, what did she do? I, I love her getting maybe, the big. Maybe, maybe there's like five minutes of him showing her. She's like, no, I want to do it. These yeah, guys let, me do it. Me. let me do it. Let me do it. <laughs> she is in this movie for 15 minutes. Like eight at the at beginning most. and then eight at the end. <laughs> and her, she was kept in a freezer. And for her to just get the. Oh man, the shot of that truck crashing down into the shallow riverbed. Yeah, that man, was a great shot. What a way to go! Slamming into the into the river. That looks so good. Very good. And you know, I love the vanishing. Vanishing is a haunting movie. I don't hate the American vanishing. Mm. You get to see Jeff Bridges acting like a weirdo. Yeah, the whole time. That's fine. And but this felt like the the best way to take a chilling story like the vanishing. And just make it into an American thriller action movie. It's just the best combination of these weird... I love Breakdown, man. I keep revisiting this movie. <laughs> I watched it on TV a bunch, saw it in the theater, and I'm going to watch this every five to ten years forever. Oh, yeah. It's one of my go-to Russells. And, it, yeah, it's a nice, easy 90 minutes. You're in and out. You don't have to... Bring too much baggage to it. You just enjoy it. Kick back. That 90-minute runtime is so key to, I think, how it's kept in my every few years rotation. Yeah. 
Every, you, you you remember know, every if, few if years. If this like, movie was made today, it'd be two hours and ten minutes. Brutal. It right? would be just a slog. <laughs> <laughs> and this movie is not a slog yeah. at any point. This is taut. Taut. <laughs> no, really, yeah. It's Even though I, I rarely... Uh, because again, like I thought, I, w- I would have robbed the bank to get all the money, <laughs> yeah, and to cause a scene. I would have. I feel like I would have done things differently than he did. Like when he's going through that, when he's when he's going under a semi, I would not have done that. No, <laughs> when he's going through the house and he sees that the kids playing video games, I, I would have grabbed the kid. Oh yeah, and, totally. I, and brought him into the kitchen with me and said, "Give me my wife, yeah, and I'll give you back your kid." That's I would, what I would have done. No, I would have dragged that. I would have, I would have human shielded that. Kid no way. At that that point. exactly. That kid is <laughs> once I going saw, in first. Once I saw that they had my me. wife locked in a freezer and said, "I give her fifteen minutes." Yep, I'm dragging that kid anywhere I need to. I'm holding a gun to that kid's head. <laughs> put that quote in the start of our show, man. <laughs> I would put a gun to that kid's head. I'm not head. even fucking... Yeah, not even yeah. messing around there. So One Absolutely. second, that kid's playing Doom. Next, my arm is around his chin, man. Gun <laughs> to temple. That's it. We're going into the kitchen. Gun yeah. to temple. He read to find a 15-minute countdown. We're getting to that cellar. And they are definitely... Go- like At that point, I am with Russell, man. I would... I would have killed everyone. <laughs> they killed every member of their family. Hard, yeah. Right? I would have done it. Oh man. <laughs> There's a, this movie does have a bit of that. Like, how far would you go? Right. Like, what yeah. would you do? Would you kill other people to get your wife back? That that kind of yeah. And to have her at the end be like, drop the truck on this dude. Yeah, man. It's a great moment. It's the real. You know, when Michael Hannock, if he made breakdown, you know, <laughs> right. you would just end feeling like shit, and they would like murder Kurt Russell's wife in front of him. And it's like, our boy John Mostow. It's like, no, no, no. <laughs> Kathleen Quinlan's dropping a whole truck on Red's face. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's happening. Their whole family is going to burn. <laughs> that's what we're doing. I don't remember if American crowds were like cheering at the end. <laughs> now I would cheer if I got to see this in a theater. Yeah. I would be rooting for that one. But I don't remember what, if people were like, Jesus. Well, it's it's a pretty like it, there's no humor in the movie. No, uh, so it's a pretty like uh, I think the, one yeah, that's of the, important. The things I read about it was like yeah, the, the criticism I think is that it's just so stressful and like yeah. intense the whole way through. I would have loved at the very end when they're sitting on the bridge after they've killed Red and you, you you're panning back to see the the wider shot. I would have loved to see a shit happens bumper sticker <laughs> on the truck. <laughs> I needed something like that. I needed a little, a little juice, a little levity there. <laughs> you know, it didn't really hit me out. There, there really is no jokes. There's a man panicking about his missing wife. And then, like, I guess the closest it comes is that kid seeing him under the car. But as you said, man. The kid it's not do played as a funny. joke. The kid doesn't, like, make some gesture and he makes a gesture. It's just played as sheer, just like. Like terror, yeah, for him, you know, just frozen. Like, it's both their Gordy shoe moment, man. Both of them. Kurt Russell's gonna be thinking about seeing that, like, locking eyes with that kid. Yeah, <laughs> like that's gonna mess these two up. She was in a freezer. These two are not just gonna go on. He to thought San she Diego. was dead. They pull her out of the truck at first. Oh, in yeah. the barn, and she is not moving. And he's like having a uh, 
a little bit of a breakdown and, yeah, in the barn were, thinking his wife down. is dead. <laughs> and they were cool with it. They were joking they were about not, it, man. Not bothered. Like I don't. They think... also didn't seem bothered that their their one guy in the crew went missing and hasn't been heard from since. <laughs> they were and more. There was, they were uh, annoyed. An officer involved shooting about where he was. <laughs> yeah, they were annoyed at Earl's absence. Then <laughs> yeah. what the hell's Earl showing up? And uh, yeah, oh, I love this movie. This is a great flick. Yeah, I have so so many fond memories of seeing this movie and when I was a kid and just enjoying it until I die, till I have my final breakdown. Till I, I just break down. I, I recommend everyone go check it out because I feel like it's this is not a movie that you hear anything about anymore. <laughs> it's a money make. Do people have you, I been you living... had to go watch old tapes of TV from ninety seven to like get this movie in our in <laughs> our radar. It's like in the number one movie in America. I thought have I been living in a in a bubble that this is actually a popular American movie? Or I've been living in the bubble <laughs> where right? no one's talking about it. We need it. feedback on who's Correct. Guys, yeah, please tell us is in the comments. Is this a movie everybody knows? Do you know Breakdown? <laughs> Do or is this like, like the eighth most popular Kurt Russell movie of the 90s? I genuinely don't know. Were people more into Stargate? I don't mm. know now. Well, I was I was looking through his thing. He did Soldier right after this. This is probably more... This is more well-known well known than, than Soldier. But probably definitely not as much as Captain Ron or Overboard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moms like those. Moms aren't watching Breakdown. That's what's so great about Kurt Russell. He can do it all, man. He does. I don't. Know. I I like those uh, Santa Claus is movies. This, just <laughs> this is becoming a Kurt Russell cast. Right? I think it, I, we're definitely going to have to do them all. We've done we a, do we've done all. all a lot of the Carpenters. Yeah. And Russells. And uh, yeah, we're Elvis getting... is the big one to tackle. John Carpenter's Elvis is the big Russell that's, one to tackle. I think that's our. But yeah. Russell is one of those guys that yeah, I can do a random draw out of the hat. Oh, yeah. And I would be happily doing an episode on. I'd be. I'll do class, sure. He's done. He did a lot of teen acting, sure. Mm-hmm. Give me the computer wore tennis shoes. Oh yeah, as I'll a knock, kid too. I'll knock that out, man. I saw that on the Wonderful World of Disney. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a gem. This guy's the best. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Kurt. I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. Thank you for listening, and good night.